0: Welcome to the Fred Tech Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Andres Mendoza, and with me is
1: my co-host, Mark Walker, and thanks to Fitzy.org for hosting us. They're at Root in downtown Frederick. Root is a one-stop public-private partnership to jumpstart new businesses and energize innovation in Frederick County. Dig deep, cultivate tomorrow.
0: Thanks, Mark. So for today's podcast, uh, it's a spotlight on CoWork Frederick with uh, Julia. She's a co-owner, right, with her and her husband, Glenn. And Keeper. That is her title. That, title that, on that their is her title. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this one, um, I've been to CoWork Frederick a couple yeah, it's, times it's a before. Nice, it's a
1: good facility.
0: It is, um, and you know, by the title itself, it says you know CoWork, right? So it's a co-working space for different people, but. You know, what Julia had mentioned in the podcast, it's not meant just for people to go in there and work, right? It, You know, she and her husband cultivate this sense of community there that, you know, it's a growing theme here in Frederick in of itself. Absolutely. Where the members kind of spontaneously help out each other. Right. You know, like if, if I need to work, you know, heads down, I can do that. If right. I need help, the, you know, the members there are more than happy to help me with whatever questions I may have. You know, she's mentioned things on... Uh, critiquing let's say keynote speak, uh, speaking things and stuff like that so it's one of those things that you know not only is she providing a you know she and her husband are providing a space for people to work at but they're also providing this like this family type environment that people can grow that they can give back, be impactful to the community here in Frederick. And
1: part of that giving back is community involvement. Yes. Very involved. Very involved in the
0: very community. In the community. Yeah. And that's what that's I love, good. love about those guys as well. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, you know, if you're interested in having a space for yourself, whether it's, you know, you're teleworking, you're, you just need uh, time away from the kids or whatnot, you know, Cowork Frederick is definitely a place to go There's to. There's a range of use cases there, that work out very well. There is. And they also host like different monthly events yeah. there. So, you know, for members or not members. So if you guys are interested, definitely check out our website, um, you know, get more information on there. But um, I'm looking forward to this podcast. I, I you will work. So enjoy, guys. Welcome Julia to to the Fred Tech Bike Podcast. Thank it's you. good to have you on. Thank you. Um, I, I've always uh, I've had the I've been to Cowork Frederick before and I'm very excited to hear from your perspective, like how that place is run, managed, and the types of different people you see in there and stuff like that. So real quick, let's start off by describing what Cowork Frederick is. And if you could do that in a billboard, what would that look like?
2: The billboard would say work for yourself, not by yourself, because together is better.
0: Mm, that's good. That's really good. So do you typically get do you, do you get people that are just maybe in town for a couple of days?
2: We do. Our standard our, our our main community is about 60 to 65% freelancers that okay. that do work for themselves. And then we've got uh, kind of a standard base of some teleworkers and also some true entrepreneurs that mm-hmm. are trying to grow and, you know, sell their business um, or get their own office later. But at least two or three times a week, somebody pops in, they're visiting family, they need a place to work, or they're on a project um, for someone in town, and they don't have to be at the office with their client every day, and so they come and they co-work. More and more as the years have gone by, we've we've been in business for almost seven years now. Okay. um, More and more um, people come to Frederick looking for a co-working space, and they find us, which is really cool for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, Um, you know, because a lot of these, like collaborative work environments are popping up all over the world, right? You have, you have a bunch in major cities and it's reasonable to expect that. Uh, but to see something like that here in downtown Frederick uh, it, it is awesome where you can accommodate people that are either coming in for traveling, like visiting family or things like that, or if, Hey, I'm freelancing and I just need a spot. And, I have my own office at home, but at times I maybe I want to find someone that I can bounce ideas off of. We're very
2: like busy on snow days with the pop-ins <laughs> because the kids are home and people are fleeing that's the good. kids. Yeah, and that's so right. they come co-work with us.
0: That that's
1: a good one. Okay. Well, it's a definitely good use case there. Yeah,
0: yeah. definitely. Um, do you typically see a lot of like collaboration between people that may let's say like freelancers that may be in different industries and stuff like that? Like
2: all the time. Just to give one example, um, uh, one of our members, Kimba Green, has a company called White Lion Social. Mm -hmm. So she does social media marketing. And then one of our attorneys on site is Matt Johnston. And then uh, we've got some website developers. They often team up to do kind of a small business package where she does marketing and social media he Mm -hmm. helps them with their small business uh you know setting up their business and coaching them through their process and then you know uh, one of the website guys builds a website so they work together all the time um we also see a lot of cross-pollinization between people that are on different boards so they're very involved in the community and they you know they learn about some important initiative that somebody's working on and they join each other boards they they help each other in that fashion as well. So we see a lot of that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So and th- that, that opens up the, the possibility of the space to be used in, in a wide array of different things, right? Not just, I'm working on like my project today or I'm I'm home from work, you know, like, the kids are home from work and I'm gonna be there. You also have meetings and things like that, right? From- we
2: do. Um, AIGA um, holds their board meetings in our space. Um, they do a lot of their retreats in our space. Mentioning Kemba Green again, um, she's on a number of boards around town, so mm-hmm. she has, um, I'm drawing a blank on the, her different nonprofits, <laughs> but she's involved in a lot of them. They mm-hmm. they come and hold events in our space. Um, we've also had meetups. Tonight, the 2019 Game Jam is starting, and we're hosting 25 people that are going to be Writing code uh, for games tonight. That's awesome. Um, And that's a whole
0: weekend thing, right? It is. Yeah, Yeah, they
2: start tonight and they go all weekend long. All weekend long. And that's the great thing about our building is available to people 24-7. Okay. Um, Generally not... Non-members, but in this case, we love the game jam. We, we know the folks that are running it, so um, we're opening up the building, and they're going to camp out and eat pizza and drink coffee and write code.
0: That's awesome.
1: Sounds productive. <laughs> <laughs> you would know, mentioned a number of meeting spaces and that kinds of things. You have a number of different rooms and co-work. Do you want to describe how the different uses of them? I have conference rooms, you have open areas, you have more private areas. What are some of the different uses you've seen? In those um, different areas.
2: Yeah. So so our building is a former row house. And unlike a lot of co-working spaces that are in these big, vacuumous industrial spaces, um, mm-hmm. we chose not to gut the building and leave the individual rooms. Ooh, okay. And um, the main reason for that was we did some studying and realized that um, if, you, if you have a great big room, people tend to cluster anyway. People aren't comfortable with more than about 20 people at a time. So what we did is we we leveraged the existing building and we created lots of different places so people could migrate through the building and choose where they wanna work for a day. So. Um, if you walk in the building, there's a room that looks very cozy. It has a loveseat. It's got a couple of uh, armchairs. There's a fireplace in there. You know, it makes it, me think
1: of a lounge. It's it, it it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of loungy. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Um, but if you head down the hallway, there's a bigger room that's got a bunch of tables and chairs. It's got artwork on the wall. It's it's a much more um, active room. There's a you know a lot more things happening in that room. Um, If you head upstairs, there's a conference room that can hold up to 16 people that's got a projector and all the usual conference room stuff. But we also have little nooks and crannies where you sort of tuck in if you just want a quiet spot. Mm -hmm. We have quiet phone rooms. So if you want to do a private phone call, you can pop in a room, close the door and do your call, do your Skype session. Um, And then we also have a room that we call our focus room. It's got our dedicated desks in it. Um, so, um, most of our space is flex desk, but some people can get a desk that's theirs every day and then they oh, can okay. leave their monitors, their computers and whatnot. But there's also, you can float in that room and work there as well. The one rule is... That room is not a socialization room. It's a heads down, get your work done, and focus room. Right,
0: right. You know, I've heard of those different concepts in even offices that are well-established companies, like start, startups and right. well-established companies, where they'll have like that focus room where, hey, you want to get in there, you're in there heads down coding or mm-hmm. you know writing whatever it is. And exactly. You don't have to worry about someone coming in and starting a conversation. That's right. It's going to be just focus. Yep,
2: absolutely. And the
0: whole phone aspect thing is, is interesting, too, because even in my office, say when I get a phone call it's like I don't, we don't have a specific room and most times I would go out to the hallway or something I've seen other other colleagues do the same thing and it's like you're worried about privacy and you're also worried about disturbing others exactly, so it's exactly. Yeah.
1: Both yeah. directions. Yeah. exactly yeah. so you see
2: people like wandering around <laughs> yeah. the building like trying to and then like facing the corner trying to have yeah, right. a conversation <laughs> so um yeah so we did that early on and it was you know, none of our rooms are meant to be the library you don't have to be perfectly silent so people your phone can ring you can take a call you can you know just use your indoor Voice, but if you're going to be on the phone for any length of time that you think might disturb others, in particular, if you're doing like a video conference or a Skype session, it's going to bug others, go upstairs, close the door, and do your session, and then get out. The right. only rule is we say no parking. You can't make it your private office for the day.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, a courteous thing, right? It's that's like right. if I'm in there knowing that I have a phone call and I need the privacy as well. I know that the person, another person taking that slot is going to leave as soon as that yeah. call is over. Yeah. It's almost like you have an unwritten rule. As long
1: as you're um, sensitive to others' needs, you could do just about use anything.
2: That's true. Um, yeah. We have what we call playground rules. So the playground rules are all the kind of things you should have learned when you were five. There are things like yeah. be nice to each other, don't be a bully, don't do dangerous things like run with scissors or do chemical experiences, experiments in the building. <laughs> um, uh, you know... It's, it's just common courtesy, sure. so to, we sum them all up by saying that anyone that's part of Cowork Frederick needs to take care of themselves, take care of others, and take care of the building.
0: That's That's it. Now, is that something that let's say, if I was getting, you know, going into that office, um, is that something I would learn right off the bat? Something that where you taught, you teach other people as soon as they come in.
2: Absolutely. Um, We we've worked really hard to establish a really strong culture. Okay. So we we try for it not to just feel like a building you come into and work. Right. You're joining a community. You're joining a culture. You're becoming part of what many of our members call a family. Right. Um. So yeah, we if you join, um, uh, we do an orientation, okay. um, and we work really hard to immerse you into the community very early on. So you get invited to come out to our local lunches or to our, you know, we have we have new member um, events that sort of get you immersed into kind of our our habits and things. We also do happy hours. We have cookouts in the summertime. So lots of things that uh, explain sort of who we are and how we work. Right. Um, but the biggest part comes from the other members. If you're, even if you're just visiting for the day, people will see you in the break room and shake your hand and introduce themselves and ask you about what you do. And the the people in this space are very, very welcoming and very friendly.
0: That's awesome because it, it kind of disarms you when you're like, I'm going to space. I, ha- I have no idea who anybody is. Right. And, you know, you know, whether you're outgoing or not, sometimes that could be a little stressful, right? Or it's just like, I don't know who to talk to or who, right. who do I ask questions? When the exactly. others make you feel welcome, it right. makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. Yeah. And not only that, if you're welcoming people like that, it's like, wow, I, I feel like it is a sense of community. And so right. I'm, I feel like I can talk to you guys and be more open. So right. And we awesome.
2: say right away, it's like, if you have some, if you need a, anything, you don't have to come find me. You don't have to find Glenn. Just ask the person sitting next to you. Um, and often and we, they
1: would have the answer anyway. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And we also, we have a Slack channel and that kind of stuff too, where we yeah. share a lot of things and we've got a member dashboard and that that sort of thing. But um, we also tell people that they, they own the space just as much as we do. So mm-hmm. if they want to make a pot of coffee, you should make a pot of coffee. If you see something that needs to be fixed, you know, come tell us about it. If you want to fix it, That's that's cool. Let us know. If you want to move a table or a chair, have at it. Right, So it's not, I don't want it to feel, and Glenn doesn't either, I doesn't want it to feel like you're borrowing something that belongs to us. It mm-hmm. belongs to everyone.
1: The question leads on to, from that is, have you observed any serendipity cooperation between total strangers who've discovered that they like to work together?
2: Absolutely. I, I kind of mentioned some earlier, but yeah. um, it was interesting. We Things happen just on the fly. Uh, a few days ago, the Frederick News Post was in doing uh, and gathering some information for an article that they wrote about us, and the reporter was in like fiddling with something she was trying to get working. And next thing I know, Teddy is is asking her what she's doing, and, and then they start discussing what software they use, and they're trading tips on on the <laughs> software that they use, and and he's like getting her card and sending her links to things that she can use later. So, um, I, I mentioned some of um, serendipity type things between our members earlier, but. That sort of thing on the fly, just from a visitor, happens right. all the time.
0: That's awesome, and congrats on on that article. As well oh, else. thanks. That was recently. Thanks. Very good. Yeah, um, that was fun
2: to have CJ in our space for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you and your husband Glenn, right? Mm-hmm. You guys started this, and you guys run it now. Like, what it, bef- before you started that? What gave you the like? What was the idea? What sparked the whole reason to start CoWork Frederick?
2: Um, well, in many ways, Glenn gets credit for us starting CoWork Frederick. Uh, We were both working for a software company. Mm -hmm. We both traveled a lot, but we um, worked from home when we weren't traveling. And he was getting pretty tired of doing that, feeling pretty Mm -hmm. isolated. And um, he's a voracious reader. He constantly um, is exploring all kinds of things. And he stumbled upon a co-working space in Atlanta, Georgia, where we were on a, a, a project and decided that he was going to find one. Uh, this was—we weren't married yet at that time. He was going to find one, and that's where he was going to work. Um, and we ended up getting married. We ended up moving to Frederick. But he always remembered what he had read, and we had discussed it. Mm-hmm. And for us, the idea of co-working gave you the best of both worlds. If you, if you were. Um, If you telework or you freelance, you have a lot of autonomy. You Mm -hmm. can decide when you work, where you work, how you work. As long as you get your job done, you're fine, right? But that initial excitement you often feel when you first start teleworking or you first start freelancing of like, woohoo, I've got all this, you know, independence wears off after a while you Mm -hmm. start to lose energy you lose motivation because we are by our very nature social creatures
1: yes Um, and you start to feel disconnected
2: you feel disconnected right Right. and you you, that impacts your productivity it impacts your mood Mm -hmm. and so um again we recognize it as the best of both worlds and um i think glenn's idea initially was he just wanted to find one but I'm very entrepreneurial, and I said, let's let's do it ourselves. And he jumped right on that wagon, so he agreed. And when we moved to Frederick, we started hunting around for a space, and we found our location at Patrick Street, 122 East Patrick, bought the building, and 2012, September, we opened.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, and since then, did, did you see, like – like was it an explosion of people wanting to work in this space or was it like an organic growth? Like what did it look like for that first year?
2: Before we opened Cowork Frederick, we spent time talking to other people mm-hmm. in other cities that had coworking spaces. And one of the things that we learned was to not do the build it and they will come model, okay. um, which is very much of a real, real estate driven model. Like I have a building. What can I do with it? I'm going to put some people in there and let them work. Right. We were coached to build the community first. So a year before we ever opened Cowork Frederick, we had a website, we had a Twitter um, page, we had our Facebook page. Glenn and I began going to events, talking about coworking. We were, you know, in coffee shops all the time talking with folks. And so we were testing the waters to see who would be interested um, and kind of spreading the message um, well before we ever had our building ready, and when we opened our doors, um, we had some events ahead of time mm-hmm. um, uh, to let people kind of see the space and 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 begin to form connections between these people as well. Right. When we opened in September, we had 20 members on that very day, and at. Right now we've got forty five members, so we've more than doubled in size.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and I, I mean I applaud that that research is one of those things that you constantly hear in software. It's like do the research, you know, make sure you can Right. Get your ducks in a row. And, you know, you can only do so much research, but at the same time, you don't want to go flying blind and code something that, you know, may may not take hold, right? Right.
2: And so for us, we let them, you know, getting more towards more, I guess, more of a a tech industry. um, We wanted to understand what our use cases were. We we talked to them about the building, how they're going to use it, how they work, what they need. Mm -hmm. And that helped us. um, It helped drive how we how we decided to operate and how we designed our building Um, that a lot of that came directly from our members.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And since then I would say, you know, there's been an explosion here in terms of the tech startups that are, are located here. Have you seen, has that helped, you know, like you've seen more members come in because of that?
2: Possibly. Uh, We, I think a lot of in Frederick, a lot of the tech people are employed by people or, to use an example of someone that used to be a member, um, Jim Robinson founded Clickseed. Well, he was a member for, with us for about a year mm-hmm. and then he wanted to grow his business. So a lot of those guys are more fast track people. Okay. So he got his own office. He got employees. And, you know, I think now he's gone back to just freelance consulting. <laughs> um, but, but he did, um, SEO and, and that sort of thing. But what we do see is a, a lot more like the Game Jam. The Game Jam is twice as big as it was when we hosted it in 2014. So mm-hmm. we, we see a, a big increase in the tech people that are here in Frederick and the people that sort of float into our space for events. And I love like the Tech Frederick people. There's a lot of things happening. Uh, Glenn is on the board of Tech Frederick. Tech Frederick and, okay. Yeah. So and we've
0: had them on here before. Yeah, they're, they're we're, awesome. we're seeing
2: a, a really big surge in Tech and Frederick, which I think in a long, long run, it's going to be great for Frederick.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So, so how how many would you uh, how many events like the one that's happening this weekend? Would you say you guys host during the year?
2: So we host events for other people, like Game Jam mm-hmm. or AIGA um, probably five or six times a year. Okay. Um, we have our own events, typically weekly. We took a little break because we're doing some remodeling in the building right okay. now. But what you would normally see from us is uh, a monthly happy hour or the cookout thing. Uh, you would see like some lunch and learns. You would have a local lunch where we'd go out to a local place and just have a meal and chat. For our members, we also do a practice your pitch or practice your presentation. So if you have an idea for something and you want feedback, you can get up in front of others. And, and it could be everything from one member had a keynote. Talk he was going to do in Amsterdam. He wanted to practice it. So oh, he would gotten, okay. we, we could we give them feedback and help them improve. Wayne Dorsey is one of our members. He has a nonprofit called SOS Safe Ride or the Safe Rides Foundation. He wanted some coaching on how he should pitch for sponsorship. And so he did that in front of us and we gave him feedback. So we do those kind of things regularly as well.
1: Very you good. know, the people listening to those pitches learn too because they as do. you're giving feedback, you're still learning mm-hmm. how. Absolutely. Next time when it's my turn, I know to do something else. Absolutely, yeah.
2: absolutely. Well, and we just, we just did a, um, a little round of meetings with our members that we called uh, Cowork Frederick 2.0, where we were getting feedback on what is it that we've done in the past that you liked, um, what, do you, what should we ditch, um, what do you want to see us do that we haven't done yet? And, and we got lots of great ideas from our members, but mm-hmm. the, um, the, the common theme was that they wanted to connect more and learn from each other. So that very thing, right? Even no matter what you're doing, you're learning what they do, learning how they do it. You're thinking, hey, that I love the way that they, whatever, emphasize that one sentence. So you, it helps everyone improve. It strengthens
1: the community as well. It does. Yeah. It does. I noticed that what you described is a number of, a range of use cases. There are people that stay there for a long time, long mm-hmm. period, just doing their teleworking and that mm-hmm. kind of thing or working together. And there are others sort of starting their own entrepreneurial adventures mm-hmm. and they maybe call it graduate as right. they go into their own spaces. Right. So you have a range of use cases there. We do.
2: Mm-hmm. We think that's one of the strengths of our community is, is we... We don't really function like an incubator. We don't. You don't. There's no set program, right? But incubation happens, mm-hmm. and and we have a number serendipity. Yes. Set, yeah, it, it happens. <laughs> so so you see someone like I mentioned, Jim Robinson with ClickSeed. Um, another example would be um, uh, Beth Mandy Connie, who is she's a writer, um, and she had been writing for years and years and years, and doing some coaching. But she would have described herself as an introvert. When she first joined us, she said, "I don't want to talk to all those people. I just want to sit in the corner and write." It's like, okay, that's fine. Um, within about six months, she had begun to do more than write, she decided she wanted to do some artwork so she she does all these motivational catchy motivational phrases mm-hmm. so she became one of our featured artists one month we do a featured artist every month i didn't mention that um next thing you know beth has got like a display of art on the wall and she's got other members helping her promote it and and you know she had a, a reception in our space um she also founded uh right Directions Institute and taught some classes in our space. Wow! She totally blossomed um, after becoming a member at Cobert Frederick. But we also see things where it's maybe not a big business push. Tom Sims was a website developer for years, um, but he was trained as an artist. He was able to get enough business doing websites um, while working at Cobert Frederick that he's now quit that and is living his dream as an artist full time. And he's still part of our community. Um, we still see him at events. He's, we have some of his art on our walls. But part of what we want to do is not just help you be successful at your business. We actually want you to have a better life. Right. right? That's part of the whole idea of, of having your own business is you get to make your life better too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to see how how people can blossom in that that community and that it's like this environment that just sounds like. That's an office or a company I want to work for, right there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's that's awesome. So, um, so you mentioned Tech Frederick before, right? And mm-hmm. a couple of meetups and things like that. Like, how involved is cowork Frederick with these various different, you know, either tech groups or you know different types of groups, community groups, you know, per se.
2: So, um, we have been very involved in the past. We've hosted quite a number of meetups in our space. Mm-hmm. Um, we hosted Mark and, and his meetup for a while. It's a
0: great facility. Um, it
2: really is. And, uh, uh, and
0: full disclosure, that is why I've been there, because of a meetup. Sure. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> sure.
2: And, and so, um, a, a lot mm-hmm. of those have, have moved uh, here to Fitzy for a while, but um, you know, we always welcome folks back. But we... We still host others. Um, I think there's, um, I think the game folks are thinking about doing the meetup in our space as well. So we're always open to that. Um, but then, as a just as a community, cowork Frederick has done a number of things. Um, we've used our anniversary parties uh, several years to raise money for nonprofits. We. We raised money for um, SHIP, the Student Homelessness Initiative Partnership. Um, I think we raised over $1,000 for them with a silent auction and our event that we had for, it was, I think, our fourth year anniversary. We've done a number of things like that. We've also had, uh, for a while, we ran a charity of the month program or a members program. Uh, suggested a nonprofit and what we could do for them. So we did a men's clothing drive one year, um, one month. We did uh, we did a website for Seed of Life Nurseries, which does a CSA um, that helps people that can't get enough food. Okay. Um, so we we have a really big focus on being a part of Frederick. We purposely named ourselves CoWork Frederick, Frederick right. because we we wanted to be. An impactful part of Frederick.
0: Yeah, definitely sounds like it. Um, and I hope to get be back there for another meetup pretty Yay. soon. You know, it's it's a really cool spot, and it's awesome how how well involved you guys are with the community yes
1: it's great being a part of the community the Mm -hmm. community involvement is really fantastic
0: and and that is like the growing theme of this city right it is just that sense of community it's not one of those you know cliche type sayings like oh everyone knows each other's name it is truly part of the frederick ethos right right it is ingrained here in this culture it's like you you do it with your company and everyone in that you know space does it there i've seen it with tech frederick everyone does it and that's what's awesome
2: we noticed that when when we moved here and we um, just, it was one thing to move here and just meet people as, as neighbors and friends, mm-hmm. but when we decided to open a business here, the business community Really was so supportive and the downtown Frederick partnership the chamber, but even our neighboring businesses that offered us tips that sent us welcome cards. And um, it was a really great experience. And I think having a business in Frederick and contributing to Frederick in that way, um, has really added a lot of value to our lives.
0: Definitely. So throughout the, this entire conversation, you've know, you mentioned a couple of times how you guys con- consistently do research, right? Consistently <laughs> get feedback and you're applying that feedback and you see how it does things. Where do you see CoWork Frederick going, let's say, maybe in the next five years?
2: Good question. So and it's, a, it's a really timely question, too, because we um, we just recently bought the building next to ours. Okay. So um, the we, which has uh, twice as much space as our current building. So we already have uh, plans to expand expand CoWork Frederick. So more coworking space, more meeting space, more team rooms, more nooks—all that thing that we do now. Mm-hmm and there's a great backyard where we can hang out and have cookouts and things.
1: You can but, see that from walking down on Carroll Street, I believe. You can, <laughs> yeah. you can.
2: But within the floors above, we're gonna do some co-living sleeping rooms. So people that wanna come into town for workations and they wanna partake of the great downtown uh, vibe and, and hang out and do things in Frederick, but they are also working. So they'll, we'll do some short-term, short-term stays for that. And then we'll probably have some longer-term people that uh, are just looking for more of that tight-knit community and want to live and work in a a tight environment. All this is tentative. We're waiting for approval from the city, but Mm -hmm. that's our current plan. To put an overarching theme on that, what we want to do is we want to continue to be increasingly impactful on Frederick. We want to help people that want to have their own business. We want to help them be successful. We want to help people connect. We want to help people feel a part of something. And to make this town and the world a better place because of it.
0: I'm so glad to hear that from you because we feel the same way just by doing this podcast. And we've seen that theme, you know, on and on with every other organization in that we've side, what, ma- what makes a difference in
1: cohort, Frederick is the active involvement you have
0: yeah, with your members. members.
2: Right. Yeah. We would we would be nothing without our members, right? The the pe- the reason people come in and become part of Cohort Frederick isn't because of the cool building. It might be initially, right? They might be attracted by the building. They mm-hmm. might hear some podcast or see read a newspaper article or whatever, right? But the the reason they stay is because of everyone else there. Mm-hmm. There's that's the emotional attachment, and I think being surrounded by people who one are brave enough to start their own business, that have persisted through the hard times, um, to be able to ask uh, you know a coding question from the person next to you, or just to review a a proposal or whatever, getting feedback. That's a great environment, but also um, feeling like as a group you're doing some cool stuff. So when 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 you connect and you do those drives for the nonprofits, when you when one of the members is have, is struggling and we all go over and like help clean up the yard and like weed and, you know, one of our members had health issues and we went over, you a know, whole team. We oh, like went amazing. over and like cleaned up their backyard, right. planted things. So we do that kind of stuff for each other too. It we, sounds
0: like family. It we does, yeah. yeah. And, and then yeah. The, the one thing that I I love to hear is like you know you have your members that blossom too, where you see them right. just grow. Yeah. And right. That, that's that's amazing. The that's, introvert conversion is notable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's that's at the heart of our mission is helping people to uh, to to grow and and become successful. Like I said, not just in business. Business is really important, but it also. Is. Um, we want to see happier people too
0: yeah definitely yes. and I, I'm excited for for that you know strategy to plan expansion stuff like that and I wish you guys thank the best thank so, you you know we'll we'll keep tabs on you guys and see how that workspace goes Okay. but um so to wrap up this podcast and appreciate you coming out uh, have you had any recent purchases of less than 100 bucks that you think has most improved your life
2: well it's been we just had a very very um, cold cold spell Um so I'm going to say that the purchase that improved my life was my smart wool socks.
0: That's um, worthy in this cold so weather. So <laughs> comfortable
2: and warm and uh yep, they they made a big improvement in my life.
0: Smart wool socks. I like and is there is there like what's smart about it? <laughs>
2: You know what? I haven't read yet. I'm okay. very curious. They're they're very comfortable and they're not itchy and they're very warm. But so now I'm curious if they're really 100 percent wool. I want to know what that secret is. But I, mm-hmm. I I intend to go do some research on that.
0: Okay, okay. All I know so is I'm, I love I'm guessing that. it's just a fabric the research theme rises again. Well, it does. Glenn
2: <laughs> and I are both a little nerdy and geeky I mean,
0: so. we all are that's yeah. way cool <laughs> <laughs> well Julia thank you I appreciate you coming out so, thank you so much talking about co-work Frederick um, thank you you know enjoy the weekend with uh, with the game tournament you guys have going on and will do hopefully we'll have you back on here when you guys have a new space right I would love that awesome cool. well thank you Good Good appreciate it <laughs>